You may have first encountered our next guest during his centuries-long run, hosting the finely steeped brew that is Stinky Grooves on 95BFM in Auckland. Perhaps you came across his music reviews and your parents' copy of The Listener, tucked away behind the mortgage rates and middle-aged ailments in Auckland's best schools, or... And like myself, you might have encountered him as the driving force behind the record label Round Trip Mars, who had easily the best press releases in the country, it has to be said. Uh, Russell Brown's six-page essay supporting the Phoenix Foundation included, or was it Lawrence Arabia? It's hard to keep track of these things. He's also a producer in his own right, releasing work with uh, Phase 5, and is one-third of rock-solid dub crew Unitone Hi-Fi, who put out a bunch of heavyweight work in the mid-90s, and then uh, a couple of uh, remixes and a Coco Solid collab seven or eight years ago aside... Uh, went silent uh, until now. The gang's back together playing this weekend at St. Jerome's Laneway Festival in Auckland, and it's a delight to uh, welcome uh, to the programme the one like uh, Stinky Jim. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning to Neaton. Nervous yet? <laughs> I've been nervous for months, mate. <laughs> I'm, I'm absolutely insane what we're trying to do, but, um, you know, there you go. Uh, why not? Is it a reunion, Jim, or a reformation, first of all, and, and why now? Well, it's it's not really... I mean, we're, it's lots of people saying we've reformed, but we've actually been doing stuff for the last seven or eight years, as you pointed out, but just on a very um, low-key level and at our own pace and, and what have you. Um, so it's, what I say, a, a reawakening, I guess. Like, we've been doing stuff very, very chilled out and it, it results in getting a couple of tracks a year really um this has just lifted the pace of everything we were asked to do laneway we've been asked to do laneway before actually and um and mark kneebone from laneway has always said if you ever do do any gigs give us a shout first and uh it just so happened that i happened to have breakfast with him around the same time as someone else was proposing to us that our first album with this increase be released on vinyl um, which is not something I would have undertaken uh, out of choice otherwise, but uh, someone was really keen to do that. And all these things sort of came together at the same time, so it's like, well, let's, let's just do something and have a spurt of activity and see what happens. And uh, that's what we're doing. In terms of the show, I mean, is it a bit like slipping into a favourite pair of old jeans? Jim, a bit tight maybe at first, not that you'd admit it, but a few laps under your belts and you feel like you're exactly where you left off? Well, yes and no, because we're doing something completely different. I mean, um, the last time we were doing gigs, which is 20 years ago, <laughs> ridiculous amount of time, um, you know, we were using samplers on stage, we were using turntables on stage, and it was, it was primitive, and it was a, it was a way of trying to, uh, you know, address, uh, the way we play music with, um, record or bringing the studio in a, in a small way onto stage whereas of course now there's loads and loads of technology which helps us do that so it's quite a different thing and and further than that we're also including vocalists live which we've never really done in the past um and and we've got a horn section as well and so we've got mighty asterix who's been on our records since we've recorded with him since 91 92 um but we've never actually done a gig with him, so we're bringing him over from Australia to finally sort that one out. And we've got MC Silver uh, from up here, who's a wicked uh, female MC, who's going on a couple of things, and we've got this wicked horn section. So it's um, it's it's turned into a, a complete bun fight, an extravaganza. God help us. <laughs> Do you feel like, I mean, is, is there momentum behind this? It feels like a whole lot of work to put together for uh, uh, an hour at sunset at a music festival. Yeah, you're not kidding. We we realised that. Um, no, I was. I mean, 
I don't. I wouldn't say that we're about to go and you know sort of throw ourselves fully into the touring game again or anything like that. But um, we're doing another. We're playing at Rupuki Roots Festival, which is an amazing uh, reggae sound system in the bush kind of affair. Um, a couple of weeks after Laneway, so we're doing that, and that'll be quite a different set. There'll be no horns, um, minimal vocals, and much more of a sound system style set. And so at that point, we'll have, have two sort of different options that we can look at should we decide to do anything else of doing the full. Fandangle with with all, all the attachments, or doing something more slimmed down. But whether we actually decide to do anything more, we shall see. We'll probably we are probably going to look at doing a gig around the time when uh, Wickedness Increased comes out on vinyl, which is going to be in April. We'll probably look at doing another gig and maybe gigs then. But I, I mean, God, I, I don't know about throwing ourselves back into the ring completely because um, because it's silly these days, really. And we're not young men. <laughs> Far from it. <laughs> Has it been? I mean. You know, is it, has it been a, a, given you a sense of youthful invigoration, though, Jim? Uh, yes and no. Yeah, on the one hand, uh, it's given me a lot of, uh, you know, middle-aged white geezer cantankerousness, which is, is my default mode, of course. <laughs> um, you know, of, try, of lots of organisation and sorting out. And, and we have, you know, we've had to... I mean, for the vinyl release Wickedness Increased, we rebuilt the, the title track completely because we felt that it was uh, sonically, I mean, it was recorded in a, in, a, in, an, in a corridor in New York in 1993, and, and it really sounded like it and stuff like that. So, so some of the stuff we've done has been really um, quite intense work-wise, especially for Angus and Yost, to a, a much more the technical end. Uh, I'm, I'm the, I don't know what end I am, but I'm not so technical. Um, so on the one hand, it's been uh, debilitating. On the other hand, it's been incredibly, yeah, it has been like a, a, a lease of life, and it's been really great. And doing, especially Monday night, we had a, a, a practice with the horns, and just hearing, you know, live a live horn trio playing, you know, the, the MPLA rhythm and mm. things like that. It's uh, it's pretty special, to be honest with you. And it just does, yeah. And also, you know, having MC Silver on, she's she's going over one spirit. The track that we put out um, at the end of the year, and it's like, well, we've got to get her in and record that and stuff like that so it's leading on to other things which is cool but where it goes no one knows and it will be where it goes it will go very slowly and it will just end up at uh, probably with very little direction involved back when you the tunes were first coming out and you're doing shows back in the mid 90s you had very few uh, musical fellow travelers uh, in this country although there was a little band starting up uh, just up the road from here around that time called salmonella dub who with their wider circle, um, you know, the maligned barbecue reggae set went on to dominate summer festivals and soundtracks for the best part of the 2000s uh, and beyond. And I've been thinking a bit about this because they're doing their 25th re- anniversary reunion tour uh, this summer. But it's, you know, it's hard to argue that their share of the bandwidth hasn't shrunk uh, in recent times. Uh, what does Stinky Jim's uh, State of the Dub report look like in 2018? How does it feel unleashing music in this, uh, dub music in particular, in this current context uh, what with all of that happening uh, in between uh, drinks? Well, I don't know. I mean, it's a weird one. I mean, I think, like Salmonella, even though, you know, if I think back to the gathering and stuff like that, I can remember us standing there with Salmonella kind of going, hey, we're the only guys who are doing anything regular on this entire deal, or whatever. So we're, we're sort of fellow outliers in some ways, I guess. Um, and it still feels exactly the same in, in a lot of ways, that we're, we're doing thing, and it's, it's quite different. It's it's our thing. It's a you know it's a Dutch guy, an English guy, and a Kiwi, influenced by dancehall and dubwise stuff, rather than being a bunch of kids who went to jazz school and and heard some Studio One and soul jazz 
reissues and decided that that's what they want to in, impersonate. Uh, so I still feel we're we're outliers in, in a lot of ways. And we're we're just doing our thing. And I mean. The thing about this is, and you know, especially doing interviews, is, is people ask questions, and it's just like it's very categorical. This hasn't been categorical at all. It's sort of just this one of those things where it's just kind of happened that because the vinyl was going to be um, come out because Wickedness Increase never came out on vinyl, and we got asked that lane way at the same time, and it all it all just sort of fell into place. There's no grand plan or scheme whatsoever, to, which there never was in the first place either. So we're still just following our noses, um, probably doing things in an incredibly in efficient and um unmusic industry type way and uh you know we just we just soldier on really we're as as we were then we're we're not it's not that we're not interested but we, we don't pay much attention or much mind to what's around us because we're just doing our own thing and and so it remains you know and, and i think every outfit should be like that really and, and there's no use looking over your shoulder or looking across at the people uh to the side of you and, and thinking oh, i should be getting that or or they're doing that right and i'm doing that wrong you've just got to follow your nose and, and um and try and put out music that you believe in and that's that hasn't changed at all even though we do it in an incredibly slow rate these days you know? <laughs> well it's bloody good to have you guys back and hopefully someone uh, closer you. to us has the foresight to uh, bring you down and, and share your new live setup with us sometime in the not too distant future sunset set at St. Jerome's Laneway Festival in Auckland this weekend uh, then you can you guys can duck out and catch slow dive of all things Jim what bloody year is this I, well, I'm, I'm, I've got to say, I, I, I shouldn't say this. this is not, I'm absolutely gutted because we're on at the same time as Anderson Park, who uh, is the yeah. person now at the entire lineup that I'm actually really, really excited about. And so, um, fear of missing out or whatever, it, you know, there's no fear at all. We are just missing out. Uh, we're up against the the highlight of the entire festival, um, which actually even though it's gutting, has made it really, really simple because we're just going to go there and do a job and, and um, there's a few other people I wouldn't mind seeing on the bill, but no one that I'm absolutely desperate to. So uh, so it's become, in a, in a strange way, trying to look at these things in a positive fashion, it's really good. We're just there to go and do a job to um, to spread 45 minutes of otherwise foolishness uh, on an otherwise uh, reggae, reggae-matical free day and line-up and uh, festival, really. I'm not sure that there's anyone of a reggae-matical bent that's ever been on the laneway line-up before. So, um, so you know, yeah, we're, we're there, I don't know, whatever, chucking our wheelbarrow around. You'll never die wondering what Stinky Jim's thinking. Uh, from, Uni, uh, from Unitone Hi-Fi, Jim, thanks for joining us on the programme. This is... My pleasure. Thank you for, so much for asking, Aaron. Lovely, lovely to be here. Bloody good. This is uh, their latest. It's called One Spirit. You're on the Haraway's Oat Singles Breakfast on Radio 191 FM.